Welcome to Masala PTI with your hosts, Ravi and Arvind. Pardon these Indians as they take you on a unique and wild ride around the world of sports. Welcome to another episode of uh, Masala PTI Boys and Girls. It's been a while, uh, but Ravi and I thought uh, it's time to talk some basketball. Uh, the NBA playoffs are here. Ravi, are you excited? The Suns are uh, making their appearance after almost a decade. That's unbelievable. Uh, how are you feeling about the playoffs? Arvind, it would have been criminal if we did not have a podcast today or before <laughs> yeah, tomorrow yeah. <laughs> to welcome in not only... what has been a really really good uh, march to the playoffs across the nba but more specifically for our beloved suns to you know see <laughs> get to the playoffs after a full decade long uh, absence i know before we jump into that that's obviously the headliner both probably for both you and me as well as for the league with considering lakers are going to be playing in that series Before that, let's uh, get into uh, the play-in a little bit because I really enjoyed the Lakers-Warriors game on Wednesday. And, you know, probably listeners know that you and I are Phoenix Suns fans, but we also live in the Bay Area. So we are uh, connected to the Warriors ecosystem here. And the Warriors are also going to play tonight for a winner-take-all uh, uh, play-in finale against Memphis. how do you see uh, tonight's game and uh, did you see did you see the previous game on wednesday I, i'm assuming you did who didn't right and uh, what were your takeaways from that did you like it did you like the idea of the play let's start there love love the play i yeah. thought it would be because it's a one game elimination i thought the format itself and the fact that you know it was almost like bonus you know bonus uh, content ahead of the playoffs and on top mm-hmm. of it the fact that uh, we were talking about traditionally elite teams like the lakers and the warriors being in the plane i thought it was overall a fantastic idea that kind of almost accidentally worked out well also if you're and right with all of our kind of selfish motives in terms of you know us really backing the warriors to go kill the lakers in that game there was an added incentive you know it wasn't just about the games were great or there was extra basketball to be watched it was about us behaving like rabid fans of one team so it overall it was just great yeah i think they they lucked, like you said they lucked into this lakers warriors matchup uh the basketball was high level it also considering lebron and warriors have been in so many finals it kind of took me back to one of those finals matchups even though this is nowhere near the uh you know importance of that game but it did feel like uh the a finals game just because of the quality of play as well as the principles involved indeed uh with that said uh what do you see for the warriors tonight they are hosting memphis and if they win they would be the 8th seed whoever wins will be the 8th seed and going into utah and uh we'll we'll talk about the suns part of this uh equation but it kind of bothered me that this is considered the tougher path whereas the suns side of the bracket is supposedly the easier one uh so what 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 do you uh, see 
for the Warriors tonight? And if they do win, what do you see against the Jazz? I, you know, I think this playoffs in general, Ravi, is going to be all over the place. And especially Warriors have a ability to jumble things up, I think. Uh, but it also, they need to get win tonight. Otherwise, they'll be home with you and me. Yeah. So here's the thing with the Warriors, and it is somewhat counterintuitive. The way they played against the Lakers, and if you just were to go with, uh, you know, Gamecast or just read up the box scores, you would think that they just lost a very close nail-biter to the Lakers by three, which is all very true. They were up by double digits for, in fact, the majority of the game. What mm-hmm. I felt was Warriors are the kind of team that is like a lottery, right? If Curry is hitting <laughs> his shots, which yeah. on most days he does, they could beat anyone. At the same time, all the failings of that team uh, manifested themselves in the fourth quarter. And in my mind, it also gave the recipe for how to beat them. And that's something which I'm sure Memphis would have been watching that game very closely. So I wouldn't pencil the Warriors in as the eighth seed, as it seems like a lot of our local friends and fellow Warrior fans are doing. I wouldn't put it past the Memphis Grizzlies to, you know, upset the Warriors. Absolutely. Also because uh, I think they played what the either the penultimate or the third last game of the regular season, and in that they had Dylan no. They played uh, they played the last game of the regular season. Oh, they was just it the played, last game? Yeah, they just played last Sunday actually. So oh, oh it was yeah. the last game, and that oh yes, that was the game Curry got forty six. But I thought it was a very labored forty six or yes. forty eight or whatever he got, and and Dylan Brooks got you know he fouled out, and then you could my point being that Memphis has it in them to kind of spring a surprise. And my, the thing that worries me most about the Warriors is at the end of the day, on offense, they are a one-trick pony. Yeah, they are. You're right. And and not to mention a one-game situation can... It's always dangerous, right? Anything can yes. literally happen. So I wouldn't completely eliminate Memphis. And I always felt uh, the rematches always kind of benefit the team that lost. It's kind of like we see that in the NFL uh, often, right? Uh it's the the losing team i think has more incentive to be more driven as well as adjust better and things like that so it will be interesting to see what memphis learned from last sunday and how they are going to implement it this uh, tonight because like you said uh, he dylan brooks did did a great job and did do a great job on curry and then he got hurt then it really went south for uh, not hurt what am i talking about he got uh, he fouled was out. Uh, fouled out yeah he fouled out and then Things went south for uh, Memphis. So, but it should be an uh, interesting game, though, especially locally. There's a lot of interest in that. All right, now on to the, uh, you know, the two versus seven matchup, which is what you know, Suns uh, we Lakers would have been. Uh, actually, it is. It's not would have been, but uh, what I was going to say was, if if the results were flipped on uh, Wednesday, it would have been. Warriors Suns, right? Were you yeah. rooting for that? That's that's where I was going in a very convoluted way. Is that what where you were rooting for? Hundred percent for for a couple of reasons. One is I think in a seven game series the Warriors would be an easier out than the Lakers. And by the way, I'm I'm not one of those who thinks the Lakers have this series packed, sealed, and delivered. I do think the Suns are going to win. But in any case, I think the Warriors would have been an easy way out, or mm-hmm. would have been an easy out. 
because of what we just discussed which is curry could literally beat any team in a one in a in a one game series but over a seven game series especially in the playoffs coaches adjust defenses adjust it would have been very difficult for the warriors to sustain uh, you know or win four games against the team as good as the suns and i'll say this without any bias as a suns fan the team plays <laughs> fundamentally sound defense and i think the warriors would have been an easier out i'm a little right. worried i'm a little worried but n- not much yeah i was i i had a, a com- different attitude on wednesday actually i was not like you say i was not scared of the lakers maybe i should be i was not uh i i was okay with lakers winning uh, in fact i would have to say i preferred it only because being local i always dreamt about a suns warriors western conference finals good right good point really <laughs> good point yes Yes. I I I want that down the road of course I don't think warriors are going to go that far this year but uh, at least I have that possibility available right that way we get an opportunity to go to the game whatever right so I've always been wanting those two teams to meet later than sooner so mm-hmm. I was not necessarily rooting for uh, uh the result uh, of uh, for that reason right I always hate lakers so obviously I was rooting for the warriors that way but uh i was okay with uh, suns uh, facing the lakers maybe i should not be so let's talk, talk about that right one of the things takeaways from that game for the suns is i don't think lebron looked great i don't think the uh, lakers looked that intimidating however that a lot of that had to do with lebron's injury as well as uh, draymond green's defense on on Anthony Davis which clearly the Suns don't have this okay. Kyrie Potter Ravi is just a few days back uh, the Lakers uh, beat the uh, Suns without LeBron right a lot of these national experts seems to be going off on that and they all seem to have already given the series to Lakers uh, you know that's the game where Anthony Davis scored 42 or something did you watch that what what do you yes. take on that game Yeah so I did and obviously that was the first time there was like a warning bell going in my mind my, my about <laughs> this potentially happening again and you're right I mean I think LeBron not playing further added to the concern you know honestly though Arvind I have two opinion two thoughts there one is it depends on what our vision for the suns is this season neither of us nor i am assuming 99.9% of the suns fans even thought they would get to the playoffs leave alone being the higher seed right right so in my mind and i i'm just stealing words that you uttered which is whether they win or lose this series i consider this year already as a success right top of which if whether they lose now or in the next round or the following round it will be a disappointment and if that is the case they would have had to face the lakers at some stage exactly I'd face the lakers now when you are still a little you know uh, unsure about or you don't know whether lebron is fully back what their team chemistry is let's say if the lakers had played any other team beaten them you don't want a well oiled defending champion to be the obstacle between you and reaching the next round agreed i think th- this is uh, the bill simmons point right he has been saying for like almost two months now that the clippers should actually be wanting to meet the lakers in the first <laughs> round right because yeah. if these guys are coming back from injury you are better off meeting them uh, sooner than later 
and i totally agree with that right even on wednesday lebron you could kind of tell that he's not the usual lebron eddie does look like that on some nights especially against the suns he looked like he was all the way back uh lebron it's hard to tell what what he is and what he is not right uh but at least they get to meet them uh early which i i thought bill simmons was making a good point for all these western teams right if these guys are going to only get better and better if they stay healthy and right now maybe a good time to punch them in the gut and yeah. i think i i think the suns they they are the second seed for a reason right they they just did not luck into that or anything like that they earned it now it's unfortunate for them that a reigning champion is a seventh seed purely because of injuries that's what makes lakers very different from you know warriors right the warriors are quote and quote scary only because of the names curry and draymond and they they have the experience and all of that but really qualitatively they are a eight seed whereas if you take the lakers they are if those two were healthy ad and lebron they are not a seven seed right they are probably That's competing right. with the uh suns and the jazz for the top spot so in that sense it is definitely a tough matchup but i i think people are grossly underestimating the suns if they think this is going to be a a walkover because this is a pretty talented team pretty they play well together and they got couple of guys to go to in the clutch right and and cp3 oh man him in the last two minutes is just a joy to watch you know that <laughs> they, you know my son actually forwarded me this youtube uh, clip of uh, basically he follows this guy i don't know this guy's name but he's a portland trail blazers fan mm-hmm. who has this you know match report after every trail blazers game and he did a video report after the suns beat the blazers by one uh, in one of the final regular season games and he was uttering f bombs throughout his <laughs> how many times will the blazers allow chris paul to get to that you know that 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 mid range mid range yeah <laughs> yeah he gets there pretty much on every other play and that jump shot is like a like a done deal it's like a bank account you know it's going in right i mean <laughs> he, he he and he, he kind of showed a breakdown of plays seven out of eight possessions chris paul basically got there and then decided whether or not to shoot or to pass it right. to one of the big men inside he's just amazing in the last few minutes of the game right and that to from his spot right he gets to his spot and basically you are at his mercy basically right indeed, uh, indeed. It, it's fantastic so ravi the challenge is going to be who defends ad and who defends lebron right i feel like they have a few bodies to throw at lebron uh but even that some people are nationally are not convinced but i i feel slightly better about that than who do you throw at ad right outside of uh mr deandre ayton who surprisingly has had a good season yeah i don't think they really have an answer for ad that's one thing i i i'm concerned about because all of their uh, backup centers are more like you know modern day stretch five i will hit the three i will hang out outside type players right yeah uh, deandre is uh, the only traditional guy uh, who may be a little bit too traditional for ad but uh, that's one concern i have uh, do you think who, who are you more worried about defending ad or lebron no ad for sure and i say this only because of one reason and that is what you said which is the suns have no 
reliable answer. I think we have half an answer in the form of Aiton, who has been decent, but not elite from a defensive right. standpoint. And if he's our best hope in the paint, then that's the situation that worries me a bit. Totally random thought after watching their last regular season game, the Suns, that is, play against the Spurs. I was like, we have a free bucket of six fouls in Jalen Smith. Yeah. <laughs> trying to experiment with Kaminsky, I mean, a small ball lineup and Kaminsky trying to guard AD. Let's let Monty just throw in Jalen Smith to spell eight and pick up six fouls on AD or, I mean, you know, just at least be physical and see what happens and focus on stopping LeBron. Uh, it's, uh, you know, to me, AD is probably going to average 35 in this series, which is okay for me. My mm-hmm. uh, because that's a an unwinnable proposition. So might as well focus on what you can win. Right, right. Uh, speaking of, um, uh, I think one of the not the official ballot, but one of the coaches' association or something did vote for Monty Williams as the coach of the year. Congrats to him. He has been tremendous. He's been tremendous. Uh, yes. Yeah, and oh, I think he should win the uh, official award as well. Um, so I think you know. Nationally, obviously, there is not a whole lot of respect for Suns at this point. Uh, I don't mind Lakers being favored even, but I I just don't see any of these commentators uh, giving any respect to the Suns. And I'm not one of those guys, Ravi, who is always like complaining about the media and getting upset at this. Yeah. Uh, but, you know, I, check this out. I don't know if you heard this. Mark Spears, who actually I like, is from, shout out to Oakland. Um, he's saying that if the Lakers go into Suns and win the first game, right, uh-huh. that they should rest LeBron James. Well, I I'm hope like... they do then. I hope they do. <laughs> yeah. Actually, if, if if there was any inside knowledge is that, that, that Frank Vogel is actually going to do that, I would throw away that first game. Let's just lose. Oh, I, I, that's a good, great reaction from you. But that was like, this is ridiculous. You're playing yeah. a second-ranked team in the West. And you're telling me that they have to rest their best player because it's going to be that easy for you? I mean, even assuming you are better. I, I mean, I was I, that blew me away. Hopefully, the fellas, as they say, <laughs> listen to it as well and they have it on their uh, bulletin board. I, um, I hope so. Yeah. You know, and, and again, you know, sometimes the problem is, and uh, by the way, this is also a reason why off late, other than Simmons, and I do listen to the Ringer NBA show, but I stopped listening to national media hacks because I find a lot of their analysis based on box scores. <clears throat> as a point in, uh, as a case in point, uh, as far as the Suns are concerned, that game you're referring to, right? I mean, where LeBron didn't play and the Suns got blown out by the Lakers effectively. Yeah, the person I thought made the biggest difference by not playing for the Suns was Cam Johnson, because right. he's a guy. If his three is going, he's a different player. But and so, but that's a fifty-fifty. But what is never a doubt with him is his help defense. So yeah. you know, if you have an eight and guarding AD, Cam's always the guy that comes in for the help on the big man. And mm-hmm. they did not have it that game. So they ended up having Javon Carter play major minutes, campaign. I mean, campaign has I mean has been good. But my point is there are so many moving chips, right? When you have one player missing, especially when you're yes. going for team defense, not individual defense, 
that right. for any of these, you know, Mark Spears or for that matter, even I was listening to Ryan Vasilo say the same thing that, you know, Lakers will win. Mm-hmm. They might end up being right, but it won't be because of the fact that they know what they are saying. I think it is based <laughs> on their general assessment of, oh, Lakers are Lakers. It's LeBron and AD. Yeah. So what's the final uh, prediction, Ravi? You know, you, your unbiased I, opinion. <laughs> so my unbiased opinion, I, I'll tell you, my unbiased opinion is Suns in six. I think they will lose. Uh, uh, I mean, sorry, they will win uh, or they will lose one of their first home, home games, but they will mm-hmm. switch. Uh, they will get it back in either game three or game four and win in six. So that is my unbiased opinion. My biased retro nostalgia feeling is. <laughs> Do you remember the 2009-2010 series against the Spurs when the Spurs were the lower seed and yeah. came in with a similar hype that they have Duncan, they have Ginobili, they have Parker, they are going to blow the Suns and the mm-hmm. Suns swept the Lakers uh, or <laughs> swept the Spurs, with, including that Goran Dragic 25-point fourth quarter game. Uh, oh, nice. That. So, Vaguely, I say yeah. my, my biased opinion is the Suns sweep the Lakers. Okay. Yeah, I think I agree with you. It's six. They'll probably split the first two and, uh, you know, that will be all kinds of uh, alarm bells will go around the yes. country. Yes. People will be burying the Suns. You know, to me, what that reminds me of, it's that uh, notorious uh, 2002, I believe, that Kings-Lakers uh, Western yes. Conference Finals. That... There, the Kings lost game one or game two at home. Uh, but they really, that didn't bother them at all. They just caught up to the uh, Lakers, right? They were leading 3-2 and then the f- f- eventful, famous game six happened in LA and uh, they ended up losing game seven at home. But they actually, after splitting the first two games, they took a 3-2 lead. Yeah. I mean, that has happened many times, but for some reason that pops into my mind just because it's, it was against the Lakers, a very good Lakers team, right? That was a Western Conference Finals with Shaq and Kobe. Uh, this one is first round, but still it has AD and LeBron. So for some reason, I've been reminded of that. So like you said exactly, I have the same thought process. They'll probably lose game one or game two. And then they will. It 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 will still be a even series rest of the way. I just and hope the referees are not as bad as they were in two thousand two. Agreed, and I think that's where Monty and Chris Paul come in, right? I mean, if they lose one of the home games, uh, right. I feel confident that with Monty as well as CP three, they won't let the team lose its uh, confidence or lose its swagger. Oh uh, man, the CP three right? is and not scared of nobody. Nobody, yeah. In fact, I did like. I thought it was a little rude, but still, and I liked it when. Did you see how he uh, cut off uh, cut, Chuck? Cut off yeah, Barkley, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I liked this. Response. I liked it. I liked it too. Yeah. yeah. He said basically, it's the West. You got to go through. There are no easy matchups, right? I, I thought that was a great point he made. I know I yeah. cut you off because I was so excited. I, I thought yeah. he was absolutely right. He said that it's not like you playing Luca in the first round. It's going to be a cakewalk. I mean, all these and teams you are, know, yeah, it's not the yeah, East, it, right? Uh, it's not the East, and you're right. I mean, just now you and I were talking about it ten minutes ago about uh, whether the whether we would have preferred for the Suns to play the Warriors, and I said yeah because the Suns, you know, the Warriors couldn't sustain Curry. I mean, Curry's brilliance for seven games, but you know what? 
if that had happened and curry literally goes crazy <laughs> averaging 40 plus there is every chance yeah. he could beat yuta right i mean uh, my point is or dame and trail blazers i mean there is literally no easy matchup exactly and that was a great point i thought he made and uh, that combined with your point that you are better off playing these guys early than late i am saying yeah. bring them on let's let's see how it goes and i think part of the reason ravi is uh, yeah this this finishing number 2 in the west is a success anyways yeah it would suck to lose from the first round of the playoffs but you know it's it's still all positive so the interesting is. point is what where do they go from here right because it's a young team it's going to get better and better except for chris paul yeah right yeah, that's right and it's, yeah but and, and we, that way we have will, all will... off season to talk about that though anyway go ahead yeah but no really quickly though uh, this is the first time i've said this in i don't know again 12 15 years uh, uh, that i hope th- they do not overreact if i hope it doesn't but if it happens that the suns lose in this series yeah. i hope there is no overreaction the media and the fans will obviously overreact but i hope the think tank doesn't overreact by flipping players or trying to you know yeah, the balls by picking some you know because overall other than paul it's a really really young unit right you know they have something really really good working here and i hope they don't do something too drastic I don't think they will Ravi I don't think because if you look at Monty and uh I don't have a great feel for uh, uh James, James Jones, Jones except he has been good right that yeah, part I know yeah, but yeah. I don't want to psychoanalyze him but uh, <laughs> looking at Monty and they just seem like a very level headed group out there and I don't think they will overreact uh to, like I said the only question mark might be what uh CP3 does or what do we do with him in terms of his age do you extend them all the kind of stuff but that's conversation for another day now as far as the matchups goes they they have to stop ad and lebron or at least slow them down right the the problem with uh, you know michael bridges has been fantastic all season long the problem ravi is he's just too slight for lebron right everybody is too slight for lebron for lebron yeah the other day i was watching you know jta you know uh want toscana anderson and obviously he's not as gifted athlete as uh, bridges is he doesn't have the same wingspan and hops and all that right but still he's a tough dude and then he's defending lebron and it's for lebron it's like he doesn't even exist there he yeah. just went right <laughs> right around him and laid up the ball right he couldn't do anything and i'm like wow this guy is a different monster uh so maybe they start with jay crowder on him they, i i think they have a couple of bodies to throw at him that's the good news but uh, he's lebron james that's the bad news and i uh, let's see what they do i think uh, let's see uh, what assignment bridges gets and how he impacts the game because he's probably their best defensive player right that's true that is very true yeah you know he, just he, yeah go ahead no no go ahead No, he, he, he's getting some run for uh, defensive first all nba defense first or second team let's see if he makes it that's what i was going to say yeah um, yeah no and i uh, so i was just going to say something uh, in agreement and further to your point around uh, uh, you know the suns having a chance uh, to me I, i i just hope that even if they do lose it doesn't they don't lose by i mean let them lose by giving a 80 35 points a game and lebron or, for lebron to average a triple double i hope 
Kentavious Caldwell Pope <laughs> or Andre Drummond or Alex Caruso <laughs> don't have like career uh, series against the Suns and right, that, right. that 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 would be uh, really horrendous. But on a more serious note, the only other concern I have is. Booker looked a little tired towards the last mm-hmm. couple of weeks of the season. His shot started getting flatter and flatter. Now, while that is a concern, Booker has pretty much been lights out as a jump shooter for the last 3-4 years, so I'm hoping that the past the last week or so of just rest, relaxation and detox from, you know, day in and day night, day in and day out playing games, hopefully he's coming back rejuvenated because he's no curry. but right just you know for anyone to say that caruso will just stop booker it is not i mean he come on booker was booker literally uh, less than 2 weeks ago he was torching uh, simmons uh, in philadelphia for 40 points right right i i think booker the impression i get ravi is like you said he could be up and down or whatever he could be tired whatever hopefully the rest helps but more importantly i always get the impression that is how he does often rests in his hands you know what i mean i don't think yeah. people stop him either yeah. he's off or he's on if he's on it doesn't matter you can you know dig up scotty pippen and bring him on it's it nothing it's I, i you know he's pretty solid the way he gets his shots off and you know where he gets it off from is his variety his range he's a complete offensive player now yes is off days but when he's on i feel like there's not a whole lot you can do to stop him but on that point ravi they need to be really efficient and focused on offense because this defense is no joke uh you know they without lebron and ad they really didn't even drop that much on defense they were still the fourth best defense i believe in the nba and with those right. two they're the best right they're number one so you cannot have like the warriors the the biggest problem is all these turnovers right uh, so you got to i mean cp3 doesn't turn the ball over and in general suns are very good with the ball but you got to be really really efficient with these guys so to your point about kcp and caruso and all those scrubs they really are better than scrubs on defense though so you got to give them that That's credit right. so you got to execute uh, flawlessly against them to have a shot I'm all in on campaign going and scoring like 15 points in 8 minutes and you know uh, he's been good yeah he's been good he's been good the, the, the you know the thing with the suns though is that uh, they've been a really good road team not that road or home matters as much in you know in a covid uh, altered season but uh, it was good to see that they were going into opposition arenas and then winning games handily so they not I don't think they're going to be college student nervous you know going to la i'm more concerned that they need to win their home games right right i think i think uh, you know we will be watching uh, yeah so suns and six is our verdict so let's hit on a couple of uh, other topics uh, who is your mvp ah so it's easy for me to uh, to just say jokic just because obviously the whole world is in love with jokic and he's been fantastic even and especially after denver lost jamal murray uh-huh. but more than any other season of his i've never been more impressed 
or I'm mo- so impressed by Curry this year than I've ever been. Right. The man literally <laughs> has been like, you know, Arvind, you will get this, uh, you know, because some of the some of the people I've spoken to about this had no idea who Sachin Tendulkar was. But do you remember those '90s Indian cricket teams, which would, you know, which would go in and the entire burden of victory or defeat would be in the on the shoulders of Sachin right, Tendulkar, right, right. Sachin gets out, you feel the team has lost the game, and mm-hmm. I. kind of see the warriors this season very similar to that in basically relying on curry for doing everything on the basketball court including his rebounding which has improved tremendously so long way of saying i know it, it practical answer would be yokech but in my heart curry was the mvp this season yeah i i i uh, hate to agree with you but i do <laughs> he, has, <laughs> he has been uh, you know fantastic this year and uh, i'm glad he's also getting some of the bouquets right some people for some reason thought it would be a bust this year he can't do it without clay or kd or whatever i don't know where it came from but he seemed to have uh, put at least 80% of that talk to rest and yes. he has had a fantastic uh, season and i like to said uh you know being in the bay area i i pretty much watched all his games uh because you catch him on local tv and things like that and he has been just joy to watch the thing about him ravi is more than numbers and wins and losses is probably the best show on tv right indeed indeed right indeed. there's nothing like watching him uh he's not the best player if you compare him to lebron and kd and guys like that maybe but he's up there i mean he would have an argument even in that conversation but even if you don't want to give that to him there is nothing like watching him uh absolutely yeah and and you know uh, think about it about 15 minutes ago i was the idiot who said that memphis may have the you know the tactic or they may give the warriors that are fight because in the last regular season game curry scored 46 but still it was a very labored 46 i mean think about that a guy freaking scores 46 and i'm calling it a struggling 46 <laughs> that's the standard this guy has set right. this year that you know we are finding faults when almost none exist <laughs> yeah true but with all that said i think jokic um will win it and i i'm okay i i would also say i would disagree with you on that he probably should win it too uh you know that would be you know the for right, better or for worse probably for the better i would say that the team record and team success has always been part of the equation right and that's where curry loses out but i agree with you if curry was a top 4 seed or even a 5 i think it's his award to lose because the season has been that good Yeah. and at the end of the day ravi i i always think about mike d'antoni right he's especially with the seven second or uh, less sons he's the guy who got this idea that at the end of the day this is entertainment apparently yep. he used to say that to the players right you probably know this that let's put on a show because this we are not curing cancer here right nash and <laughs> stardomer and curry are not curing cancer it's entertainment and i think you got to give weightage to that i mean we can talk about numbers till the cows come home but if this guy is so much more entertaining as a nba player i think that's worth 
uh, MVP consideration too. And he would have definitely gotten it, I think, if they had cracked into the top five seed. Now, sitting at eight, it's probably Jokic's uh, award. That's a very fair point. That's a very yeah. fair point. That team result uh, should dictate the award. That way, you're absolutely right. But speaking of D'Antoni, uh, do you listen to or have you listened to the uh, to the Simmons uh, podcast called Redraftables? Where, you know, yes, redra- yes. Yes. So, just coincidentally, yesterday I was listening to the 2009 draft where he talks Curry and Harden and all of that. Right. And, with, yeah. And, and with, with, yeah, with Zach Lowe. And Zach Lowe, right? Yeah. Something that maybe you and I have talked about in the past, but uh, yesterday was a reminder that the Suns almost had Curry in a trade yes. with the Warriors. Yes. And then I was thinking if that had happened and you put Nash and Curry together, I mean, we would have been <laughs> for an absolute festival. I know. And you know what's interesting is I've always wondered if that's one of the reasons Steve Kerr took the Warriors job because he was the GM, if you remember, of the yes, Suns. Yes, indeed, indeed. Indeed. So when he got the New York Knicks and the Warriors job, he shocked the world by taking the Warriors job, right? Um, I, 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 there could be many reasons. One of the stated reasons was uh, it's California. He, live, he used to live in San Diego or something at that time. He may still live there, actually. Uh, off season, so he took this job. But I was always curious if uh, his love for Steph is what you know. He wanted to trade for him, and then maybe he, then he decided this this situation might have some you know bright future. Uh, Absolutely, but, very yeah. likely. But yeah, they were that close. And you know what's interesting, Ravi? I don't know where your mind was at that point. I did not like the trade for the Suns. I did not want them to give up Stoudemire. Because Stoudemire, Stoudemire yeah. Uh, but in retrospect, that was such a dumb call on my part because Stoudemire was a bust pretty much from that point on, right? It's well, injuries, right? Injuries, and, yes. And Curry has been a, pretty much a legend. So, But I did not like that conversation at that point. Agreed. Uh, <laughs> It's it's uh, in the same way that I actually was one of those who was very happy when Shaq came to town when they traded Marion and brought in Shaq. I was actually happy, and now you when you think back of how idiotic that transaction was and how right. it kind of set us back a few years. But you're right. I mean, some of these things you never know how they turn out. Exactly. Cool. What do you, what's your uh, projection on the East? Are you even rooting for the Nets? Uh, I don't. You know, I I I have a I I have a hard time with the team because obviously yeah. we love uh, Nash, but I don't like these super teams and guys Same here. getting together. Same here. So so my last my last uh, uh, you know straw of hope of support for Nash was uh, prior to them getting Harden. I was right. like, you know what Nash is. This is the <laughs> this is the hand dealt to Nash in the form of two superstars. That's still okay. I will support Nash. He needs to get a championship either as a I mean, at least as a coach. And then yeah. they freaking bring in Harden, and then they get in Lamarcus Aldridge, who of course retired, and then they bring in Blake Griffin. I'm like, you know, this is crazy now. Right, so right. I, I I hope they lose to uh, Westbrook and the Wizards. Uh, <laughs> no, they're not playing them though. Oh, I was rooting for them. that too. <laughs> yeah, so they're playing they're Boston, playing right? Oh, I'm a big time yes. Jason Tatum fan. Right? <laughs> yeah, I want them to lose too. I realistically speaking, I'm I'm hoping the Bucks take them out. Uh, I agree. Okay. Uh, yeah. Cool. Anything else you want to hit on the NBA uh, Suns? 
No, but uh, just a you know just something that I wanted to point out to the listeners as well that, that now that the season uh, I mean the playoffs are in full swing over the next week and the Suns are very much in the thick of it, uh, we should do uh, more regular of these podcasts. Definitely, definitely. What do you think about uh, the goings on in the NFL? By the way, so that's when we talk the most, just during the NFL season. Uh, obviously, the... With the fantasy angle and everything. Uh, yeah, anything you want to get into? Uh, you know, it's, it's there. It's the it's the power of the rejuvenated Phoenix Suns that I have not even looked up what is going on in the NFL, including the draft. <laughs> I missed the entire draft. The only thing that kind of bubbled up to my attention was Aaron Rodgers, obviously uh, playing it, uh, doing a dance around what he wants to do next, including being the permanent host of Jeopardy. But again, nothing that really. Caught my yeah. eye to the point of uh, sustained attention. What about you? Yeah, I, I kept uh, again locally. It was a big news, right? Actually, the Niners singularly made that draft uh, nationally very exciting, right? Just because they traded everything to go to the third spot, right? And That's anytime right. you are drafting a quarterback, it, it's trading for a quarterback trading for the right to draft the quarterback it becomes a big news and i i was uh, pretty plugged into the first round and then i kind of gave up and uh, you know the nfc west ravi which we have a lot of vested interest with the arizona cardinals and living in niner country it just continues to be a brutal uh, division right i was hoping True. for uh, russell wilson to get traded <laughs> that didn't happen True. either. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So yeah. And then Matthew Stafford comes in. This is oh, this is what I wanted to run run by you. So I might have already screwed up this thing, but basically, so in terms of NFL MVP odds, at least on some sites, right? There's too many sites now. Number one is Mahomes. That's probably across the board, right? MVP odds. Number two is Aaron Rodgers. Number three, uh, Josh Allen. Guess who is number four? Or at least in the mix for number four. I have no idea. <laughs> Matthew Stafford. Oh my goodness. <laughs> I'm my like, goodness. wow, what are they trying to say? So people are really expecting Sean McWay to open up the playbook this year. My goodness. Wow. Yeah, that that's what that means. Uh, of course, there are other guys in the mix with Dak Prescott and even Matt Ryan and things like that. But I was shocked when I saw Matt Stafford's name in there. So that's what we are dealing with in NFC West. Hopefully, Kyler Murray takes that next step, right? Uh, he's, he becomes our Devin Booker and uh, we'll go from there. Uh, Indeed, looking. I really am looking forward to it. Uh, I'm just, because I, I kind of, you know, you, 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 you look at something that's coming up and I see some way, shape, or form of an inglorious sad exit for the Suns. Then we have nothing but Kyler and uh, you know DeAndre Hopkins uh, as the as our beacons of hope for what success would look like. Exactly. Cool. Uh, that's all I got. Uh, hope to you know do this again soon, Ravi. And good luck this weekend with uh, the Suns and every other matchup. I'm sure we are rooting for other teams too in various other matchups. Even when I, I don't know if you're like this, even when I want to watch something neutrally, I always, by the third quarter, I am rooting for one side or the other. Agreed. Same here. <laughs> and, and, and in basketball, that way is fun, right? I mean, it's so yeah. fast-paced that it's easy to, like, just in the last, this past week with the play-ins, 
I've suddenly become a Russell Westbrook fan. I just love the you know, the <laughs> fact that these guys are three and fifteen, and now they are the eighth seed. So yeah. I agree with you. There's always one team that I back during a game. Right, right. Cool. Let's enjoy the weekend and uh, catch up uh, with you hopefully next week. Have a good one. Let's do yeah. that.